This podcast is brought to you by Scott Kennedy over at State Farm. He is an amazing guy. Thank you so much, Scott, for sponsoring my podcast. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. If you guys have any needs for insurance, go check out Scott Kennedy and his team over there. He does all kinds of awesome things. He's actually doing this really cool thing with Meals on Wheels right now where if you go get a quote from him, he will donate ten dollars to the meals on wheels what and you don't have to go with him you just have to get the quote so it's called quotes for good so go check him out go into his office give him a call check him out on facebook and see about getting a quote for good that's an amazing thing let's get this podcast started Welcome to another Paris, Texas, a podcast. This is a podcast where you get to listen to people's stories, people that have either influenced or lived in the city of Paris, Texas. I love hearing their stories, and I can't wait for you to hear the next guest. All right, we've got another awesome podcast in store for us, another one that I have no idea. I cannot direct this podcast because I have no idea where it's going to go. Everyone say hello to Laura Arnold. Hi, guys. How's it going? What's up? So tell everybody, if they were to know you, where would they know you from? Um, I work at the Paris News, and so you probably see me with a camera most of the time. So I'm out and about and everywhere. Awesome. So where are you from? Um, I'm from here originally. I live actually in Sumner, and so I'm awesome. out in the country. But I'm born well, I wasn't born here, but I was raised here. So I grew up in Globe, which is on just the other side of Sumner. Oh, okay. So yeah. the big blue water tower. Have yes. You ever seen it? Yeah. That's my backyard. Yeah, I've seen that. Like growing up. Not my current little, backyard. But yeah. But I always called it the blue M and M. That's, I mean, growing up as a kid, that was always, look for the blue M&M. Yeah. Now my kids, when they go to my my mom's, their grandma's, they're like, blue M&M. And I'm like, it's something warm in my heart whenever they say that. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so you are born here. Did you, so did you go to school the whole time here? Uh, yes, I went to North Amar. North Amar. Starting out. All the way through. All the way through, yeah. So what, uh, what was your thing in school? Like, what did you enjoy? Um, I... Really enjoyed running, so I ran track, and awesome. I played basketball up until I quit, like, halfway through my senior year, so. Oh, awesome. Yeah. So, do, so what did you run in track? Um, I ran distance, and so I did, like, the two-mile, a mile. Um, when I was younger in high school, I ran hurdles, so I did oh, the 300-meter wow. hurdles. But. I did cross-country and distance in track growing mm-hmm. up. That's interesting. Yeah. My senior year, I ended up doing um, cross-country. Awesome. Did you enjoy it? I loved it? it so much. I was like, why didn't I do this for four years? But. Yeah. I enjoyed it as well. I I don't enjoy running now as much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yep, I, same. <laughs> but I enjoyed it then. And I mean, even in my 20s, I did like an Ironman, oh. which is quite a bit of running. Yeah. Um, but no, I don't really want to do it anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. So running. So did you have anything outside of school that you did? Like... Um, when I was younger, I was, um, in 4-H and so I showed goats and things like that. But when I got into high school, my parents were kind of like, all right, you have to pick one or the other sports or this. And so I'm focused on sports. Awesome. 
Um, and you hadn't slipped into photography yet in school? Um, I kind of dabbled in it. I liked getting just my little digital camera and kind of taking pictures of landscape and you know I kind of I started enjoying it in high school and especially when I was in middle school I always had like one of those um, throwaway cameras Mm -hmm. the -hmm. little like um, yeah yeah Mm -hmm. I still have two of those and I've been waiting for a day I want to uh, my kids to go out and I'll do a video about it of them going out and like experiencing something that that you don't really get those anymore. Mm-hmm. They're kind of rare yeah. now. And having them, like, you get one shot. Like, you don't get the... Yeah, you don't I mean, I guess you get, like, 24 shots in, in the camera, but, like, you don't want to take 24 photos of the same thing. They're so used to being able to take 100 photos of the same thing yeah. until they get the one they want. Mm-hmm. Back then, you had well, you only had 24 shots, and then you had to take it into uh, Walmart to get it developed or mm-hmm. whatever. And so it's very interesting to kind of think that way. It's like a film camera when you you go out and you're like you're looking for that one shot and that's it. Yeah. So. I've always wanted to dabble in the old cameras where it's the same scenario. We have to put film in and mm-hmm. you have to like dial in all the like settings aren't digital. They're like all on these little dials on the camera. Yeah. I have a few of those at home, but I've never done it. Yeah. It's very interesting. I played around with that in college a little bit and mess with film but so what was your plan coming out of high school where what what did you want to do um well one of my friends she actually got hurt in high school with her knee and it made me want to be a physical therapist and so i really got into that and went to pjc for a couple years um got my associates of science and was doing um kind of like some visual hours, I guess, Mm -hmm. of like just watching physical therapists and kind of getting into that. And then I applied to go to school. Um, I can't remember the name of the school, but it was a school in Oklahoma where I was going to be a physical therapist assistant and um, ended up not turning in one piece of paper and they wouldn't accept my application. Because you didn't have that one piece of paper. That one piece of paper. And no matter what I said or did, they're like, sorry, you can apply next year. And I was like, well, can't wait a year. Yeah. And so I changed my major to photography and decided to pursue my career. So in that. one piece of paper changed your whole like direction in life. Yes. <laughs> That's crazy. Do you ever imagine what it'd be like if you had become a physical therapist? Um, probably make a lot more money. <laughs> <laughs> but would you enjoy it as much? Do you think I, you would? I feel like I would enjoy it um, still because I kind of have I've had the opportunity to take pictures of PTAs mm-hmm. and things like that, and it's still interesting to me. But I think now. Uh, looking back, I think it was a blessing because I've had a lot more opportunities than I could ever imagine with yeah. just photography. So. That's amazing. Um, so you you went to photography school, mm-hmm. same school? A uh, different school. Different school. Where did mm-hmm. you go? Oklahoma Christian University. It's in awesome. Edmond, Oklahoma. Edmond, Oklahoma. Awesome. Mm-hmm. So what kind of classes did you take? Um, so they had a lot of basic photography classes when you start out, but they also had um, classes where you learned about Photoshop and um, and design Lightroom type of situations mm-hmm. and um, also just like drawing and painting classes as well which was really interesting to me because I, I mean I would go and draw occasionally just for fun but to actually have something in front of you that like all right here's a ladder you have to draw it from where yep. you're sitting and do it almost exactly it's difficult but yeah I so 
almost everything that I've learned I've is more of a YouTube tutorial type learn mm -hmm. how to do it or I just keep pushing buttons until I figure out which button is the right button. Yeah. Or and then I label the buttons that are like do not touch this. Yeah. <laughs> it deletes everything. Yeah. Um but I did take one art class uh I didn't, I didn't really go to I went to like a quarter of a semester of college. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not proud of that, but whatever. Um, mm. And one of the classes was an art class. And I remember the teacher came in. He brought in five brown paper sacks. He unfolded because they were all folded up like brand new bought mm -hmm. ones. He unfolded them. So he was like, whoosh, <laughs> stacked them in a unique way. Said, okay, guys, draw this. And then walked out of the room. And he was gone for the rest of class. Oh, that was yeah. it. That was, and then he came. So and then he came the next day of class, and he's like, "All right, I want you to find a tree somewhere on this campus. I want you to draw that tree and then come back." And I like, I didn't make it to the end of that semester. So every class we went to, he did something to that ex like that way. Yeah. I never actually heard of him teach a class. Mm -hmm. I did ask someone who was on the class later that like, did he teach it? And they're like, "Well, he kind of started two towards the end. He pretty much just weeded out everybody that didn't want to be there." And then he and then he started teaching techniques and ideas and stuff like that. Yeah, that's interesting because that's how it kind of was when I went to school. They would be like, "All right, you think of like I'm going to give you these things, and you have to work with it and you have to figure it out." And that's the whole part of being creative. You have to come up with things like yeah. that constantly. Yeah. And so they're already pushing you from the beginning of class till the end of the semester. And, that's amazing. Mm -hmm. I still can't draw. Yeah. <laughs> I can barely draw still. <laughs> I can take a photo of a tree all day long. Yeah. <laughs> um, awesome. All right, so how long were you there? Um, I was there for three and a half years. Okay. Or two and a half, I think, actually, because I went to school for two years here. And, okay. Yeah, so it was two and a half. Two and a half mm -hmm. here and then two and a half there? Uh, two here. Two here? Two and a half there. Two and a half there. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, because they ended up actually getting rid of my major while I was still in school. And so I had to also take forensic classes because I thought I was going to be a forensic photographer. Oh, that would have been cool. Mm -hmm. Awesome. So I was kind of dabbling into that and seeing if I liked it. And I thought it would be great, but it was a lot more school afterward. And so yeah. th that would have been a lot more money out of my pocket that I didn't yeah. have at the time. So. That makes sense. Mm -hmm. um, so, okay, so you graduated. Yeah. And what, so what was your official um, graduation diploma? What did, so what was it? Um, it was a Associates of Fine Arts. Associates so, of with the emphasis in photography and video, which they, since they got rid of the major, I didn't get the video part. So oh. it's kind of funny that I don't have that experience, but it's on my certificate. That's funny. <laughs> yeah. Um, so what was the plan from there? Um, from there, I was just kind of looking into like, um, finding some type of maybe like an advertising agency to kind of get my foot in the door and like get to know people, especially cause I wanted to be in Oklahoma city cause I figured I went to school there. Maybe I could get something there. Mm -hmm. So I went around, applied for jobs. Nothing was really hiring at the time. So I came back home <laughs> and, um, I think I worked at Magel's for probably a few months, and then this job in the Paris News came up. Said so we need a photographer, and my mom was adamant about you need to apply for this job. I'm like, no, I don't want to work at a newspaper because that was one of like our little um, for photography. We would go mm -hmm. through the different stages like landscape, news photography, portraits, mm -hmm. and things like that. I hated news photography. It was the absolute worst, and I was not good at it, and I knew it. 
And so she's like, just try it. You never know. They also have the Paris Life magazine. Yeah. Just try it out and see if you like it. And so applied for the job, and as soon that day they gave me the job. Wow. So. Did that? So did you? How did you like going into it? Did you? Was it what you thought it was going to be? Um, it was completely different. Like I, I knew that it would be a lot of learning for me, just the new side of it, because that was mainly my job at the time, mm-hmm. but. It was nice to have a creative outlet with, like, the magazine and things yeah. like that. So did you do the magazine right away? Did you go into it with the magazine? <laughs> yes. That's so cool. it was kind of difficult. Like, um, they were already working on their May issue, and so they had the cover and everything for it. But I kind of got into it there. But then we were already working on our June edition two months early. Mm-hmm. And so the first time that I had a cover shoot, and they're like, this is going to be on the cover, like, Oh wow! Like, Bring oh, your A okay. game. <laughs> yeah, it's like, all right, let's see what happens. And so, do you like that part of it? Like that to me would be the funnest part is getting to do those like cover shoots. Oh yes, because you get to think outside the box of what like what have we not done or yeah. who have we not taken a photo of that would be interesting to feature in our magazine and things. So I think my favorite in photography, which I I'm not. Photography is not my strongest suit in the, in my field. I do it, and I and I feel like I do it okay. But mm-hmm. video is more my specialty. Mm-hmm. But I do love doing photography. My two favorites are event photography. I like catching people when they they don't know I'm there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I like doing staged stuff like that, where you can think way outside of the box. Oh yeah glitter or things falling or like i don't know just be as creative as the sky's the limit yeah that's my favorite which that's my favorite anything i do is Mm -hmm. being super creative but yeah i love it Mm -hmm. um so you so you uh haven't done much video no Uh, have you ever wanted to do video um i've kind of dabbled in a little bit just to see if i'd be interested in it but it's actually just two different things completely like people think like, I had somebody ask me for a wedding. They're like, could you video us? And I'm like, I don't think so, because that is, like, two different things. Like, it has similar yeah, like um, things about it that's kind of like, okay, but, like, framing-wise and mm-hmm. stuff. But you also have to think about, you can't just stand there and... Motion. You have to get, like, a little motion in there mm-hmm. and things like that. With photography, you can get those still pictures, but you can... I don't know. It's just a different way to go it. About is. It is. And, and see, that's the problem with me in photography is I tend to want to set my camera settings in a video, mm-hmm. like in a mindset. Like, I don't I, – I, sometimes it's hard for me to detach my video brain to a photography brain to get the the good shot, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, it is definitely different. I always laugh because people – always think that I'm just good at everything. Like, anything that is, like, tech-related, they're like, bro, I was good at Ask Broadway. Yeah. So I get, like, printer questions all the time. People are like, can you fix my printer? <laughs> and I'm like, I, no. I can look at it. I don't, I can't promise you anything, but maybe there's a piece of paper jammed in there. But, I like, I don't know how to work on printers or mm-hmm. anything like that. I, I for some reason I get that question all the time. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how printers fall into what I do, but mm-hmm. people ask me that all the time. It's funny. Yeah. Um 
So, uh, but you still, but you, you enjoy the new side of stuff too, right? I'm learning to love it. It's still a little difficult for me. We have evaluations every so often, like every few months and kind of like, okay, here's some things you need to work on, which is great. Cause I love constructive criticism. Right. And that's one that's always on my list of like, you need to work on this. And mm-hmm. every year it's gotten better. And so I'm improving, but I have to find a way to, um, be creative, but still tell the story. Yeah. Um, cause you don't want to just take a picture of oh yeah the kid eating a popsicle just cause it's, he's it's, eating a popsicle you know he's yeah. just there but like if I don't know it's just like you have to find a way to get the main picture of mm-hmm. the story of what event you're covering or things like that to just kind of showcase that agree a hundred percent story is super important um is there something that you're a new like avenue or something you're wanting to try to get into. In that realm. Um, I know. I just dropped that on you. Yeah. <laughs> like just in photography? Or yeah. Um, like me, I've dabbled a little bit in 360 photography. It's mm-hmm. something that like I don't really use for uh, like anything that I do. Like I don't yeah. sell the service really. I just dabble in it because I think it's a neat, unique mm-hmm. way of, of being creative. Yeah. I I think what I would like to get back into that made me start loving photography is landscapes again because mm-hmm. I go now and I kind of don't see how I saw things whenever I was younger. Yeah. And so when I take a picture of a tree or flower or yeah. just like the sunset, I've kind of lost. I've kind of lost awesome. that. And so yeah. I feel like if I get back into that, I would kind of enjoy it. Enjoy it a little bit more. And I'm planning on going to Ireland in <sighs> March. And so that, that's going to be my I goal. I want to go. Yeah. <laughs> Ireland's like on one of, on my list. Yeah. It's like Australia, Ireland, um, uh, France. There's oh, yeah. a bunch of them I mm-hmm. would love to go okay, to. If you ever need to go to Ireland, I know all the places to go to. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've already been before. I've been two years ago, and so I'm is it excited. is it in your heritage? I think so. I was adopted, so I don't really know okay. like everything about like where I'm from and everything, but I think the red hair kind of gives it, gives away. it away a little <laughs> bit. But I think I think I got the Irish in me. So you, how many times have you been to Ireland? Uh, it's just once. Just but once? Yeah, but I'll but be you loved it. it. Yeah, but I loved it. I spent, I think, three days there. I went to London, Wales, and Ireland with one of my buddies. She uh-huh. uh, was in law school and studied abroad for a year, and so I just went over to visit her, and I told her, I was like, can we please go to Ireland? Because she had been before, and she's like, yeah, let's do it. And rented a car, spent three days, and just made a big round trip around Ireland. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. I expect to see a bunch of photos of this. Oh, yes. Because I want to live vicariously <laughs> through you going. Yes. <laughs> it's just as green as can be over there. Like, <sighs> I went in the end of January and the beginning of February. It was just as green as it could be. It's so pretty over there. Oh, man. And the people are just as beautiful. They're just like Texas, so welcoming and loving. So I love it. Mm-hmm. And the accent. I'm oh, sure yeah, that's it's the terrible. best. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I'm joking. I'm no, saying, sure it's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Someone told me we were talking. Oh, I was I was talking to Katie Dixon the other day, and she was telling me how like in Australia they love the Texas accent. Oh yeah. Um, and I think that's funny because like I just I feel I don't feel like I have an accent. Not, not even a Texas one. Yeah. Um, my wife would probably say something different, but <laughs> <laughs> because she's from Colorado. Oh yeah. But um, that's funny. Mm-hmm. That's fun. I'm excited for you. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> um. Yeah, and landscapes are fun. I like. Uh, also like astrophotography. Oh yes. 
Um, and uh, that's something Tony Corso does a lot of. People see him all the time. Mm-hmm. Night shots, any kind of dark shots, like in in with the skies growing, like glowing with stars. Mm-hmm. I just never get to do it. Yeah. By the time night hits, I'm wiped. Uh huh. If you ever get the opportunity, it's great because I've gone out with Tony a few times. Just hey, it's meteor shower night. Yep. You want to go out? And you're like, this, okay, let's do it. This Monday is supposed to be a, like one of the largest in a while. Mm-hmm. So I think Tony called me. No, I, I saw him yesterday, and he was like, "Do you want to go?" And I'm like, "I'm in." Yeah. So it's always a good time with yeah. him because you learn so much from him as well too. Like he just did it because for fun. Yeah. And it's really hard sometimes when and you probably get this too when you do it for a living. Mm-hmm. So like I I truly feel like I get to do my hobby for a living. Yeah. Which is what people strive for, I mm-hmm. think, a lot in life. But the problem with that. Not that it's a problem, but the downside to that mm-hmm. is like when you find those opportunities to do something that's fun, you're like, oh, I've been doing this all day. I don't yeah. really want to go out tonight and take more photos. Yeah. I just took, I just did a photo shoot. Yes. Um, but I, I do enjoy it when I do go. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, for sure. That's kind of how I feel because I'm constantly, got a, I got a camera in my hand all the time taking pictures. And so whenever it's like that time to, have fun it's like oh well i don't know if i really want to do it because i've been doing it all day (laughs) well and then i find i used to call it um and i I don't haven't done this as much lately but i used to find ways in my day i'd call it accidental creativity Mm -hmm. i'd find ways in my day to take a photo or do a video of something that is just random and it's just something i would enjoy Mm -hmm. it's not work related it's not you know, not that I don't enjoy doing all the work stuff I do. It's just sometimes uh, escaping from reality for just a second mm-hmm. kind of makes your day a little bit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, it also so. helps your creativity. Yes. Like spark some new things. Yes. I constantly try to do that because I always have to think of something new. And you try to see it in a different light. Like mm-hmm. you try because, you know, you just get so used to stuff being the same. Mm-hmm. Sometimes seeing it in a new light, like you said, sparks creativity, and you see it from a different angle, and you're like, oh, if I go over there, I'm going to get this, and then mm-hmm. it turns out really cool, I hope, or not, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, um. awesome. I don't have any more questions. Yeah, that's okay. You have anything else you want to say? Uh, not that I can think of. Not that you can think of? Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Uh, what's a, what's your? I haven't done this one in a little bit. Mm-hmm. What's your favorite place to go in Paris, Texas? It can be anything. It doesn't have to be food. It can be food, but it doesn't have to be food. Mm-hmm. It can be shopping. It can be a quiet place that you like to just retreat to. Mm-hmm. Anything. Favorite place inside of Paris, Texas that you love to go? Honestly, downtown because I know that there's so much potential, and I know they're trying to grow this community and. There's just like so many buildings that I love, and I'm like, man, if they could turn this into something, or if yes. we can just make this a, I don't know. I just think that is so interesting and great, and the projects that they're already working on, like the Grand Theater project, yes. and just like a lot of boutiques and restaurants trying to make their way in downtown, and I think it's great, and I just would love to see that. I agree a hundred percent, which everybody on this podcast already knows that because I talk about yeah. it a lot. <laughs> um, but no, I I love my downtown. Um, I try to stay involved. I try to get you know. Last night, actually, you said Grand Theater Project. We we had a uh, 
a banquet last night and we had a bunch of people i think i saw you there yeah the art auction the, the art auction mm-hmm. yeah and it was a lot of fun just seeing the life in that and hearing about some of the you know the the troubles and the speed bumps that we're going through to get the grand uh, theater back up um and then just hearing about some of the successes that we're having and mm-hmm. they actually were able to open the front hallway that takes you into the theater and people were able to walk in and see mm-hmm. like some of the progress that we've had within just a little bit of time that we've kind of been back up and running and I don't know, it was just really exciting seeing that side of downtown, just mm-hmm. people, seeing the excitement in people's faces. Um, yeah. Did you see, sorry, not to get off, just talking talk right now. Mm-hmm. Did you see uh, Chris Yates' photography last night? Um, the, the one that we auctioned? Oh, the, uh, the one with the letters going yeah, up. Yeah, the letters going up. And then he did one that was a Photoshopped one with his, his daughter, his 12-year-old daughter, that looked yeah. like... Um, Stranger Things. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. but he like posed her in his in his driveway, and then he photoshopped her out, and then photoshopped her into another photo of, mm-hmm. with the Grand Theater in the background. It was amazing. Yeah. He killed it on that. That's awesome. High five, Chris Yates. Yes. <laughs> um, but anyway, that's kind of along the photography side of thing. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for being on my podcast. You're welcome. I hope you enjoyed it. Yes, I did. It was great. Thank awesome. you for inviting me. I enjoyed your story. Thank you. And I'm not kidding. I, I want to live vicariously through you when you go to Ireland. I will do that. I can, <laughs> I'll post all the pictures. All the photos. All of them. Yes. Okay. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. This was a great podcast. I want to give one more big shout out to uh, Scott Kennedy over at State Farm. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for sponsoring this podcast. Guys, go take him up on his deal. He's giving $10 to every person that gets a quote to Meals on Wheels. It's an amazing program. He's an amazing guy. Good good heart. Go try him out. See you guys next week.